Hey, welcome to the intermission. My name is T. Christie. I'm sitting here with my friend Brian William Fenifter. Hello. Michael Dorkman Scott. Hi. And Trey the Amazing Stokes. Hey. And a bottle of champagne. Yeah. And cups in front of three of us. Brian, what's your problem? I still have the... I didn't know. I was already sitting down and my fell in my water. <laughs> anyway, guess what, guys? <laughs> it's the Terra Nova episode. <laughs> Or not. Maybe, Maybe know, the last episode wasn't going to be the Terranova episode. It was. So, so here we go. We're going to talk I'm about. slurring my words. It's going to be awesome. I finally, I finally saw it. That's why I didn't know today's the Terranova episode because uh, now they can talk about it without worrying about spoiling me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What? Like, like that was really a concern. Because of the turn in the second act. Ooh. Ooh. Who saw that coming? Ugh. They were uh, working on Terranova years ago. Uh, I remember them doing stuff for that at a company I was working at a long time ago, and I was surprised that the show hadn't come out yet, because often I'll work on something and I never see it, so I never know what happened to it. But when I found out years later, just a few months ago, Terra Nova's about to come out. <laughs> Are you kidding? I was blown away. They spent so much time and so much money on this show, you'd expect it to be great. And the result was like almost great. It was so really, it was almost perfect. Except for all the ways that it was terrible and really awful, um, <laughs> which perfect in the in the way and, of, yeah. and, and pretty much every way imaginable, not even close to it. And uh, teaching us in Terra Nova sucks one hundred and one, uh, Trey the Amazing Stokes. Yeah, well, what the, is your? This uh, is a companion piece to uh, to the previous episode. Was it or two two, two uh, episodes ago? The uh, Jump the Shark episode. I think it was episode, episode eight. That was number six. Um, we we got we got into it, and uh, we decided to hold off on having a full half hour of Terra Nova talk. Mike's seen it. Brian's seen it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be talking much, but I've seen a few minutes of it. Uh, what what is what is the problem with Terra Nova, Trey? Why did it inspire your ranker <laughs> the, to begin? The problem with? is we only have thirty minutes to <laughs> dissect this piece of shit. But uh, here's. In a way to sort of make it relatable and not just not just hopefully purely nerd rage, which I, I grant you is partly a great my, deal of it is partly my response is ah! um, but uh, we can maybe we can pull together some some of the different sort of threads. Some we've had some discussions in the forum where we talked about it a little bit and we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, I'll say it like the, in the broadest strokes because it's, it's only thirty minutes. But in the broadest strokes, the thing that bugs me the most about Terra Nova. Um, is that I said this earlier? I paraphrased myself. Is is that apparently there are people who means that science fiction means a show where you just make science up? Um, when in fact, I subscribe to the theory that science fiction. We've said this in in other commentaries. That science fiction, in its purest form, is about what if some scientific advancement occurred, and it might be a pretty phenomenally fantastic, maybe even well nigh impossible one. And we've heard of that as a magic bean sometimes. But if that happened. Tell me a cool story about what people would do and say and how they would live and what would happen based on that. How that changes everything exactly. for that to so exist. It, let's yeah. just say some crazy dude made a time machine. Tell me a fun story about that. Okay, I've got one. Boom. Here's a story. It's called Back to the Future. Great. That's kind of science fiction-y. Um, <laughs> the, the deeper forms of science fiction are about you know massive changes to our society the point of which is to make you examine the society you live in now and yeah. say, is that a better society than I live in now? Is that a preferable society? Right. Or saying, or saying, society is going in this direction. We extend it out a hundred yeah, years. Yeah, let's extrapolate that. What's the logical conclusion? Where, we want that. where are we going? Brian and I went to a, uh, a thing at the Writers Guild a few months ago where they had four science fiction writers who'd written science fiction, big science fiction movies, or what passes for science fiction movies. Um, and we, <laughs> but we were shocked to find out that they all four of the panel were highly knowledgeable science fiction nerds and they really saw their job as getting as much real science fiction past the suits and onto the screen as they could and and it, they counted it a victory if they came out with something that wasn't really totally stupid at the end um but one one guy said something that i thought was very you know a great way to look at it he says he says deadwood the show deadwood on hbo was a science fiction show because it was about these people on the frontier and how the technology of the railroad and the telegraph and all these things changed their lives and, 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 and their society changed completely because they were suddenly part of the bigger civilized world. Whereas before they'd been on the frontier. That's really interesting and weird. Like the idea of a, <laughs> yeah. of a period science fiction piece. That's not putting that's, lasers. That, that in has no sci-fi West, right? element. Yeah. Not, not cowboys and aliens. Old West. Yeah. yeah. Science fiction for that frontier town. Yeah. yeah so, that's, that's cool. I, yeah. I like that. So, thought. so anyway, to bring it all back to our supposed topic, the thing about Terra Nova is Terra Nova is absolutely dinosaurs and laser guns and lasers and, and time travel and, not the tiniest moment of thought clearly has yeah. been given to the ramifications of anything that they put on the screen. Of being able to, yeah, the, the central idea being if you have a chance to completely restart and start from scratch human society, 
How would you do that? But but even in the even in the future stuff, the first you know twenty minutes or whatever that they, that they spend in the future, when I was watching it, I'm going none of these people. Right. I don't feel any of these people growing up in this world. I feel yeah. all of these people playing that, a part on a set. That's right. the first. That's the first thing we can run. So it's a failure that. of science fiction and of story. Well, well it's yeah, a, it's a failure of. I mean, the story didn't have. To, it's it's they're billing it as science fiction when it just simply isn't. Unless we're assuming that their definition was science fiction means you just make up bullshit science, which I think some people think that's what that means. Um, clearly, the you know, and let's let's lay the blame where I think it belongs. Is this. Terra Nova smells a lot like late stage metastasized Star Trek, and it is because it's the same. Yep, it's the it same does. producers, and they're doing. By God, they're doing Star Trek, Star Trek scripts, and 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 I am not the only one to comment on that. To say, my God, this is like a recycled Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek. Wow, champagne. I like it. Star <laughs> Trek script, um, because it literally is the the bad. You know what you think of as the bad formulaic Star Trek episode, which consists of. Okay, we go here, and people we don't know are in trouble, and okay, let's send an away team to go help them out. Oh, there seems to be some kind of science-y problem that has science-y words. You, take a hologram and wave your hands in front of it and say more science words, yeah. and then, while, the, while we talk about personal issues over here, and then at the end, in the last five minutes, your science-y hologram will fix the science-y problem, and we'll sail off into the sunset. Okay? okay. Break. They've and done was, like six episodes like that. What now. was even worse for me, I've only seen the pilot, yeah. but the pilot alone feels like four different episodes yeah. of, of different stuff going on. Because yeah. they, they, uh, first they have to get into the past and they've got this this third child, which you are, by the way, main characters, you are immoral. Yeah. You are the villains well, we, of this we, story. We talked about this, this before the but, before we started rolling, so maybe yeah. we should reiterate because we had a good conversation about that. But, the, uh, the, premise, the, the, the premise of it is... The, well, the premise of it is they're, they're in a... They're, it, in a future world where... 140-some years in the future. Yeah, 140-some years in the future where the uh, the population has gotten out of control and we don't have the resources to support uh, us anymore, which is why we're sending everyone back in time. Not everyone, actually, just select people. It's unclear. People. That's one yeah. thing that's how unclear are they about so, How are they right. selected? Me, 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 me. Everyone um, are the best of the best? Or yeah. Clearly yeah. not, because yeah. some people don't even realize they're going or what's going to happen yeah. when they get there, but we'll um, cross that bridge when we come to it. But... Uh, one of the laws there is it's almost science fiction-y because it is an extrapolation of what they've already done in China. China mm-hmm. has limited families mm-hmm. to one child. Um, they've limited it to I – don't, I don't know why. Maybe they thought it would be better uh, you know, or, or because we're looking at America and we've always got to have more than the Chinese. Um, so, <laughs> so the Chinese the, are going to do one. We'll do two. Yeah, we'll do two. So we get to have two kids. Two kids and that's it. Right. Because for the good of humanity, you have to do that. And the the main family that we're following has three kids. They have a third kid that that we have to illegally that, illegally and, that and they're they, having to hide. And, right, they have to hide this entire child's existence yeah. in this future dystopian, kind of Orwellian right. uh, feeling. And so the question is, what's well, your what's your master plan? Well, here? yeah. How, but, how did you how did you go through nine months of pregnancy? Even yes, right. you're a doctor, but. Presumably, did you wear baggy clothes <laughs> yeah. for six months? She no. Sarah Palin did somehow. Somehow, yeah. yeah. No and, one knew. And then, what's your master plan even after she's born? Yeah, I'm what, assuming what, they have how, some equivalent of a social security card is she, there. Is she going to go to school? Is, is she, she going to? School? How did, did she, she go to college? How was she born? Yeah. you know how did you uh, have what, her in the in the in the hallway? Yeah, you know, it's exactly. Like, and then and then, but but because on top I, of that, we're supposed to you know be like, oh, you know, the big bad, uh, you know, the, the, the big brother, yeah. the government is big trying government. to is going to kill their kid and blah blah blah. But I'm I'm sitting <laughs> yeah. there going, they're the bad guys for having that kid. Right. Yeah. Because the government right. is selfish right at idiots. This point. Yes. They're yes. selfish idiots, and I don't like them. Yes, yeah, We're absolutely. also talking about the idea that it might be an interesting thing if you're going to even play into the whole, we had a third kid, how did that even fucking happen in this universe thing? It's just, we don't have to kill the baby. We can kill any of you guys. We just... Right, we well, that's, right. That's, 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 well, that's my next thing. Again, me, the science fiction guy, thinking, okay, again, premise, and you don't have to justify the premise even. You can go, it's a magic bean. It's how it is. But then, well... What is that society like? What is it like? As you were saying, you know, you didn't get a sense these people grew up in that society, which you really don't. It's 150 years in the future. They look, dress, talk, act, react exactly yeah. like people would right now. And, and, and there's nothing, you don't see a single thing like about pe- this like future world. Like people in mid-Wilshire, Los Angeles. Exactly. Would. There's pe- not a single thing about this future world at all, other than the fact that ID cards are clear now. Yeah, right. That is futuristic. Yeah. That isn't something we have right now. And, and, and they, they still all... think that light-up billboards is futuristic. Right. Like, Bill, like, like Blade Runner just came out two weeks ago. Yeah. Right. They, they act yeah. like people like us being transported yeah. into that world. Oh, I not guess the world's all polluted there. now. Yeah. Okay. So, but still, you know, there's no indication of, and we were talking about Steve Jobs earlier, it's like, you know, in, in the course of 20 years, 
Steve Jobs and 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 helpers, not just himself, <laughs> but you know, coworkers, created multiple technologies which completely revolutionized our entire society. Mm-hmm. Just in twenty years, apparently, to Terra Nova, including music and film. In the next, yeah, only only every way we consume media and interact with each other as a species was was changed. <laughs> Otherwise, everything's the same. But. Uh, but apparently, there's there's no more Steve Jobs according to Terranova in the next 140 years because nothing else of any significance is going to happen in society. Apparently, because they didn't certainly show Except us. Except for any. that time machine, Stargate. Except for yeah, well that's well that's a whole that's a whole different thing. But uh, but the this is such a mess. It is well, it is again. It's a fucking mess. I want to talk about the probe at some point. I do want to get it well, I, and I do too because it's yeah. uh, if we this is going to be like the hour long intermission, and I have no problem with that, or we'll call it the two parter intermission because really there's so much you know to say about this. Um, but the but but here's the, the point is, again, it's like all right, well, overpopulations you know become a thing, and we just you know finally the government had to step in and take a draconian measure, and of course you know people like whined and you know, but as they say, you know you're a, you're a liberal until you get mugged. Um, you know, it's like, well, if that's literally the case, if the world is just teetering on the brink of complete collapse, okay, I think we need to have a law to limit size of families. Being, being like a liberal, being like a humanist, yeah. I'm like, uh, in terms of the species, in <laughs> yeah. terms of human beings, we need to do that. I'm not saying kill yeah. the kids. I'm saying let's not have them, yeah. and that's right. fine. So the question is, okay, if they've made it a law to the point where someone's going to a really heinous, cruel, and unusual punishment prison, according to the pilot— um, just for having one, um, whereas the other parent gets off scot-free and continues her job as a brilliant surgeon, apparently. And continues to raise the child. By the way, continues to raise the child. Yeah, so they still have three kids. Yeah. Um, By the so, way, quick sidebar about that. She makes a big deal about, like, oh, you, he just, you know, he doesn't get a rebreather. You just don't filter the air from blah, blah, blah. But because uh, she's, like, sniping at the guard or whatever, yeah. the guard doesn't have a rebreather on. <laughs> He's breathing the same air that they are. So that's my point. <laughs> my point is, like, okay, to the point where this is not just prison. This is, like... Like medieval prison, right. you know, like we so know we're going to let you Siberian work camp. Yeah, we're going to let you camp. breathe poison air. And that's the society they live in. Um, and it's 140 years in the future where presumably unless we forgot we had iPhones and stuff like that. I would think, unless you give me a reason not to, Terra Nova, that they're pretty hip to who's having babies <laughs> and when they're having them and if they're having them. And even I'm just taking a guess, taking steps to make sure people don't have a third child. How did she skip the mandatory sterilization? That surely they do. You know, don't you that they monitor you? Don't they something? Oh, this is her second baby. Let's get it out. Snip, yeah. snip, snip, snip. You, snip. husband, over yeah. here, snip, snip. You know, and then and now you can have as much unprotected sex as you want. Yeah, and Go then nuts. there's and then there's the follow up to that, which is which is okay. They, then they find out that she they have this kid. The kid is now four or five years old. However, old she they managed to hide her literally in an air duct in their apartment. If you haven't seen the show, um, and and when they're searching it, they've got like the little little stands that you put like hand towels on and they're turning the the, the orwellian government comes in turning it over like she might be in the hand towels we gotta we gotta check everything we don't we don't know what a third child actually looks like we've never seen one uh they, they could be tiny we probably they're very small they live in an air shaft um and then they then they they pull this girl out and it's like we were saying this in this conversation we had earlier it's like okay give me something fun to think about you know science fiction movie television people how about what if the law says a family because the the, the the slogan is a family is for a family is four that's what that's that's the thing. A family is four. Cool. What if it's like, oh, you had a third child? Well, family is four. So which one of you is going to be executed? Could be the kid. Could be one of the other kids. Could be one of the parents. Family's four. Rules are rules. Yeah. You choose. Yeah. Um, but it's up to you. Yeah. We are not Sophie's unreasonable. Choice. You know, again. Like a Sophie's choice thing. Exactly. Now, now, like I said, that's just an interesting that's an interesting ramification of, you know, because apparently even though you go to, to heinous medieval prison, Nothing else happens. You still keep the kid. The other parent, the woman who had the baby, so she was a willing accomplice. Uh, <laughs> and as and as far as we I don't can, think he snuck it past her, but and, he's the one who goes to jail. And and as far as we can, well, actually, the the reason he goes to jail is because he punched a cop. Yeah, who was who it's was more because he resisted arrest. Yeah. But they're still never clear. Well, what happens when you get arrested? Yeah. Because meanwhile, the three children and the mom are living just fine. So. Well, I guess that's sort of a family is for, but you haven't fixed the overpopulation because there is a fifth guy out there. <laughs> that the government so, is now paying for. The government is now paying for. Oh, so, wow. In the chat room, Ewing says, Trey and or Dorkman, I need to know if this has been addressed or not on the show. What if you have triplets? Ooh. It's, See, it's, be... It was not addressed in the pilot, no, and I don't that. guess it will be addressed because now they're in the past and all the other episodes, yeah. so yeah. why would that even come up? So that, that 
again, but but thank you, Ewing, for thinking like someone in the writer's room never did, you know, about ramifications. But then then we were talking about this earlier, but then, again, talking about trying to make a show that's interesting and, and challenging, and, and it's like, what if the other problem with Terra Nova is Terra Nova is portrayed as this beautiful paradise. It's like, it's, you know, very much so. The off-world colonies! Zeppelin, electric billboard. Um, it's the place that everyone wants to go. And apparently you have to be chosen by lottery, which is like, that's how I would repopulate, you know, man's best hope is by random selection. Uh, so again, well thought through there. Um, hey, you know what? That's probably as as good, if not better, yeah. than what any committee could come up with. True enough. I, I, I like the idea that they pick like, you know, okay, you're a brilliant surgeon, you're this, you're that, you're a, you're a whoever. Um, we have 15 slots open, that's the lottery. You know, then the rest of it's like right, golden yeah, ticket, yeah. Willy Wonka time, you know, whatever. But uh, but the the idea of, again, I don't understand how this society is supposed to work because they say the world is on a brink of collapse, you got to walk the street wearing a fucking rebreather. It's clearly a miserable existence. They joyfully and happily announce pilgrimages going to Terra Nova. Why aren't there riots yeah, when they open that right. gateway? Why don't, why don't people like storm that thing and go, fuck it, I'm going to fucking Terra Nova? Yeah. You know, why is it even considered to be a wonderful thing? Why would you why tell would you people tell, it's why happening? Would you tell yeah. Society, yeah. yeah, if this is man's best hope, you know, let's not. I would keep it a secret. Chernova should be a secret. Exactly, yeah. it should be a secret. Which then brings up, we were retconning like how they could have done the show. It's like, okay, you've broken society's cardinal rule. So one of you has to die, or you can go to our new future version of Australia, which is this, you know, totally untamed wilderness where you'll probably die, but you can stay together and have as many kids as you want. If that's your thing, go crazy. More kids, the better, because most of them are going to die anyway. Um, and uh, the only thing is you'll never come back. And uh, what do you think? You could have that, or that. one of you one of you gets the axe. That's it. It's up to you. Decide as a family. Take a minute. Think, talk it through. Um, okay, we'll take the Terra Nova thing, which might have been portrayed as, no, it's nice, it's cool. And then when you get there, like, it's not as nice and cool as they said it was going or to be. They thought it was nice and cool, and but then found, a Tyrannosaur came through. They got there and they found it. It they wasn't nice They immediately cool. leave the huge dinosaurs off the billboard. Yeah. Yeah. Off exactly. the pamphlet. So, so, so there. And we've, and we've literally gotten through the first 20 minutes of the pilot by just examining this. But that's, A question from the chat room came yeah. up. Okay. You've invented a time machine. Well, they haven't invented a time machine, they but, found but, a time but go machine, ahead and, and yeah. what, what the question oh, do they, do they is. Have, the do they have control over where they go? And they they do found, not. No. Okay. no. Okay. They, found a, they found a portal that they can open and close, and that's it. Yeah, but it's a one-way, one and it's it only goes It's a one-way, and it only goes to one point in time. Right. Okay. Although it is... It's like a Stargate. It is a Stargate. In a really lousy, stupid movie, it would be like a wormhole that only goes to Vega. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, I mean, that, but that was built by, the, the, by the, someone. The actual, <laughs> the actual wormhole magic bean is the least of Terra Nova's well, problems. That's a, here's the weird again, thing: it's the magic bean. People complain about stuff, you know, largely, and all the things that people complain about are the things I don't, I'm not concerned about. And one of the things is people say, "Why do they go back?" The other one I love is people go, "Why, why are they?" The, the media is just going to kill everyone. That's, that's what yeah. I thought. That was that was actually my first yeah. thought, and then I was like, "Wait." They've got they have, they have, they have, they have literally twenty million the, years. The actual number they have twenty million they have years. Twenty million Which, years. How concerned I, I, are you about what's happening twenty million years yeah. from now? I, I had the same thought, and I, I had the same two thoughts exact actually. But I would still, I still feel like somebody in the scene should have that question because the audience yeah. is going to have that. The question. audience clearly is. And somebody that can question. say it's twenty million years from now. We will have a space program by then. We'll, we'll be yeah. fine. We'll yeah. have figured out how and to stop it. To me, yeah. it also ties into like this is a fucking hail mary we're doing. Yeah. Right. Twenty million years, we got. We're looking right now. The species is dying. Yeah. Right. That's got, our problem. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Either either humanity has twenty million years to get to f- figure out a way to. Do something a about month. a cataclysm we know is coming, or we got a month. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the 20 million, going 20 million years. years. What are you say? But yeah, that is one of the things that they establish. Um, but but I'm, it's true that they don't establish it clearly and loudly because they just kind of gloss over it with the electric billboard and the pilot. That and they kind of suggest that it's caused by firing up the fucking particle accelerator, you know. So they they couldn't help but get that dumb bit of pseudoscience in. Yeah. It didn't end the world, but it did. The super collider does open up a wormhole to uh, the the Cretaceous. Well, I, did, I don't. I didn't catch that. They, well, it's in the it's in the it's, it's, in, the, it's looks... in the visuals. You oh, see okay. the, you see the collider is. Although going. although I do have to say I did have the Trey Transformers moment towards the end where I I was like. Oh, I'm still watching this. <laughs> I forgot. I, I forgot totally I was forgot watching I was this. Watching this awesome. for about five minutes. It, it'll get worse and worse as you get older. <laughs> but um, but anyway, the, so they they could have hit that much harder. Which again, to me, underscores that it should have been like 
look, this is a crazy ass fucking thing. If you want to go through that wormhole, it's not like we even control it. It's there like we no, even know what the fuck it does. There is no warranty on that yeah, wormhole. Right. It's just a How weird does anyone in the present world know what that thing does? Well, the you were talking about the probe. Back. You were so talking it, about the probe. It, it functions this little, exact, almost exactly the way a Stargate wormhole functions. You can only physically travel one way, but you can send communications back. Apparently. So they send, what? That's the weird thing. Yeah, but yeah. that's something else that they, they didn't they, establish clearly enough. Yeah, they, they're iffy on that. Yeah. that, that that's that's going to be a big reveal later. Yeah, that's ex- that's exactly it for me. I was like, the the guy from Avatar, who, by the way, is like the best part of yeah, the show. Yeah, he's great. But because, yeah. um, uh, like I've, I've said in the past about... Um, I, I didn't really mention it in, in Tron Legacy, but I'm sure I mentioned it in Tron. Bruce Boxleitner, um, he like he he makes sci-fi work because you just look <laughs> at him and he just he just buys into it. He's mm. like, I I may not be saying anything that makes sense, but he can make it seem like it makes sense to him and it makes mm. you buy into it. And that's what I can't remember his name, but the guy from Avatar, that's what Steve he's Lang. doing. Uh yeah. Everything he says about Terra Nova and stuff yeah. like that. He I'm says like, the hell out of it. Yeah, he says the hell out of it, and I'm like, I believe that. I believe that he is existing in this world. Right. Nobody that else. His name is. is Steve Lang. That's Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. That's like the fucking perfect name for that guy. Yeah. yeah. What's your name? Steve. Sounds Lang. like sounds like an anvil. Just Stephen Lang. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. The all well, the in the, the chat, Maskin says he probably works because he's playing the good guy version of his already solid avatar. Is, yeah. he, right. is he the good yeah. guy version though? They're, they're, that's that's another thing know. they're kind of heading toward. The, there's but, more to Terra Nova than we but, thought. But he, but he helped. Johnson says, "Wasn't he the good guy in Avatar?" Yeah. But in, yeah, he was really. <laughs> and he was the guy. Who, he was the guy who was right. He was he was right about everything he did and yeah. said. In the, and 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 whether he was the good guy or the bad guy, he made Avatar work for the same reason because it's like he's walking around. He's like one of the only people who's actually just a person walking <laughs> right. around in Avatar. And you look at him and you're like, everything he's saying, I be- I believe that he's been on Pandora for ten years or however long it's been yeah. i believe that he's been, i believe you know, in stephen lang yeah, exactly. <laughs> i believe I in you, stephen lang i, I believe <laughs> that says i believe in stephen lang that's be in our show i believe store. in steve i believe no, in no, steve. i believe in stephen lang it's gotta no, be or, or steve in his picture you know whichever no, i believe that's, in steve yeah, 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 yeah. i believe good. steve um but um okay so do you guys have so, an objection to any of the basic premises of the of the well, show i have a, i have an object that it's again you get your you get your fucking dystopian future and your dinosaurs in one show well, with a time machine. But it's like, well, you're not going to get the dystopia probably very much anymore. But it's like the the just Which is a shame because it's yeah, yeah it was j- a cool world. Just the more yeah. you think about it, the or even not thinking about it that much, the, the it's like even these scientists. Not not only is the science bad, but the scientists are apparently bad because like yeah. they found this they found this wormhole and they sent it through. And this is the the thing about the probe that I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, go ahead, um, do it. They 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 sent it through Bring it home, because they they wanted to see where it went. Apparently, they figured it was somewhere on Earth. It was somewhere in the past, so they knew that much without even examining without it. any feedback. Without any feedback at all, so they sent it back, um, and they were like, and they'd find it again after however many million years, and then you know, then they would know. I don't know how they would, but um, <laughs> they so they sent it. I guess you know, however else you would date something because yeah. it would start out new and then it would age, so okay. Um, but then they were like, and then because they never they never found it... The conclusion they came they, to... They knew that it was a different time stream. I'm like, what? But it could have been destroyed in any yeah. number of ways. Maybe that's why they now, never and here's, found it. And here's my, here's my answer to that because, again, if you just, like, did some actual fucking research, you people who think you are writers of science fiction for television... <laughs> You know, you could come up with cool ideas that would still solve your problem. And and uh, Teague, Teague may know this because it's it's right out of Life After People. What's the thing that's going to last longer than anything else? Rushmore. And after Rushmore? Uh, pyramids. Uh, no. It's, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it, I don't remember the exact things, but what's going to last among the longest things? Uh, let me see here. There's, there was the pyramids. But piles, not... of, piles of highly radioactive material. Oh, I was going to say we should do a thing where it's, um, I say we, like now we're writing it, uh, <laughs> where it's uh, highly nuclear material. That's that, what I'm saying. It takes a really the, long half The probe yeah. should consist of just a big fucking brick of plutonium because that, even even uh, even 90 million years later, you can find that and go, that is not a natural level right. of plutonium radiation. Plutonium does not happen in nature. Yeah. So, yeah. You so, can find it and you can date it yeah, very exactly. easily. Exactly. So, it's like Trey. Exactly, you can, you, and you really can, ladies. By the way, um, and some guys, but the, but I thought that would be that would be you know if Hank Azaria comes, I'm not saying what a way to what a way to you know inject a little actual fun you know hey by the way did you know into the into the show although it's although like, then they wouldn't be able to put it up on a plinth as a little thing <laughs> it's like hey there's a plutonium <laughs> well I think I think the outer skin is lead you know so the outer on, on skin the is lead. as they slowly mutate and turn yeah. into fucking can a I just make uh, an optimistic sort of sidebar statement wouldn't it be cool if there was a, a sci-fi 
show along the lines of this, like high sci-fi, not not fumbled at the zero lar- yard line, but a high sci-fi show like that. That was done by, uh, I'm using an archetype here, like Neil deGrasse Tyson types, people who are like trying to explain to the universe how cool science is. And that was their incentive to make this science show. Right. They're, they're I think going with, this is entirely real shit that can co- totally fucking work sci-fi show. That would, yeah. that would, that would not last through the development process. Because well, plus, you, you know, yeah. you bring in someone to make it all fucking You'd have to, you'd, you'd have to easy, bring it in under the radar of, and, and you know, the, the you would have lady to, who did well, Desperate wait, Housewives is the showrunner. Yeah. We already brought up Contact. You would, you, would, contact. you would have to make it cheap enough that nobody really gave a shit about it. And you know, network studio fucked if, it. Like if I said, it's just a little optimistic well, statement. Well, but, but con- I, I think contact wasn't contact originally going to be a TV, like a TV thing. They were, he was, was trying it? to. I think he was. It was either originally going to be a TV thing or a movie. I'm pretty sure it was TV. He was trying to develop a series. It didn't go through, so he just wrote the book, and then that wound up turning into a movie. Ultimately, um, it was it was something it like along. that, huh? He planned it all along. He's yeah. watching us Sagan somewhere. Don't challenge. All. He and Steve Jobs are watching us. But right um, now. but it, it, but that's but that's true. I mean, because because Neil deGrasse Tyson, you listen to him talk, and, and it's you're like inspired. that is the yeah. most awesome thing ever. Yeah. And you didn't have to make up any bullshit. Yeah. By the right. way, if yeah, you don't know true. who we're talking about, uh, the word deGrasse is D E G R A S S E. Like type high in, school. Type in Neil with an I deGrasse Tyson on YouTube. Especially talking about um, <laughs> you walk into that one. <laughs> the one that I had a lot of success. I got I got my sister who has absolutely no predilection towards science or space or cos- uh, uh, cosmology or anything like that. Uh, not cosmetology. Uh, <laughs> I, I I just I, I I had that moment where I, I've it's felt so forced to me at the time, but it totally worked. Where I, I I was drunk. I was back home and I brought her outside in the middle of the night and I said, "Look at the moon." That's a ball. That's a giant ball. That's not a disc in the sky. That's a fucking ball. That's why the shadow's doing that. Think about where the sun is based on the light. And I just tried to sort of like force the thought of how amazing that all is in her head. And I started talking about Apophis, uh, what I learned from Neil deGrasse Tyson and reading Death from the Skies. And all, and, and, and the she, near Earth it, asteroid Apophis. Death, right. Death, uh, Death uh, from the Skies is Phil Plage. Yeah, yeah. But all those, those guys. And I, uh, and I was like, I felt like I was just kind of cramming it down her throat and she didn't kind of give a shit and she was like, yay, T, whatever you say. And then the next night I was going up to her, I was walking over to her bedroom to say something or something like that and the door is kind of creaked open and I'm looking in and she's, I didn't say the words Neil deGrasse Tyson and she's watching Neil deGrasse Tyson lectures on YouTube. This is an 18-year-old girl who loves the Pixies just sitting at her computer. I'm like, oh my God, that's nice. so amazing. There's, and this year I'm going to get her a, she's a, she doesn't listen to this, I'm going to get her a really nice telescope for oh, Christmas. Nice. And I will she, I'm so fucking psyched. Anyway, Neil deGrasse Tyson and YouTube, Neil deGrasse Tyson and Apophis. That's the one that I watched her watching that she totally got into. He's it. great and, and he, he really is. I mean, he is literally now the new Carl Sagan. Yeah. He's developing, he's yeah. going to host a new version Carl of Carl Sagan tried to get him to come to Carl Sagan's university to undergrad with him. Nice. And Neil deGrasse, he ended up going to Stanford or Yale or whatever he went to. But Carl Sagan Called it, yeah. Back in the day, no. Sagan, Sagan knows. Michio Kaku thinks he's the new Carl Sagan, but <laughs> he ain't no Carl Sagan. Neil deGrasse Tyson. You are not, you're not Carl Sagan, Michio Kaku. Hey, yeah. I, Get I, out of there. I've read a bunch of Michio Kaku. He's good. Although he has he's, this weird vendetta against uh, nuclear power for space. Michio Kaku is, but Michio Kaku keeps. He he would rather be the guy you call to talk about science than an actual scientist. So right. he tries to make it too sexy. He tries to, to the, be the science guru to the point where he's making shit up. Where he's he goes beyond science <laughs> and like, is literally. Now, now you're just making it. So you're trying to put lipstick on it. Don't yeah. do that. But M- that brings up an interesting point. M I C H I O M O U S E A K U. I just saw lightning in there. Yeah, lightning. The natural world is really cool. But by the way, well, yeah. Good timing, God. There's on one side. There's like the natural world is really cool and everything you were just talking about. But even still, like what you saying is like look at the moon that's a giant ball in the sky just hanging there from the pure force of gravity i'm like that makes me want to curl up and cry <laughs> yeah, just the fucking exactly. like the you want to talk about scary horror. dark man that's because atheists don't have imagination <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. right and we don't believe in anything now we should take a step back how much how much time do we have left by the way what we're gonna do is we're gonna do an hour we, long we're gonna, all right uh, correct uh, we're at 29 minutes right all right now. cool now because we need to take a step back we're we gonna need to talk a, about a, um, Dividing point. Do you want to do it? It's two parts. They'll come out on the same week, but there's no reason to do that. Okay. If, they're gonna come, if you're going to release them in the same yeah, week, then yeah, there's yeah. no problem. Yeah, it's a, it's okay, a special one going. hour intermission. This is the Mall Two episode. It's Andy, like it's, we know you're still listening, man. It's High like five. when Shit. it's like when Leno keeps a you're guest right. past the commercial break yeah. and bumps somebody. So so sorry that other topic we, or, we're talking about. Or like about. when the Daily Show yeah. uh, goes yeah, on exactly. on the web. And just, You'll see the rest online. Problem with that, by the way, which is unrelated. Anything? That's another intermission. Anyway, another intermission. Anyway, so we need to take a because we need to take a step back because we kind of touched on some of these things. Um, and Dorkman, you've seen it. You've seen 
the real Terra Nova pilot as opposed to what they yet. aired. No, I oh, okay. Yet. I have well, it, see, but I haven't have seen it. it yet. Now, here's the thing. All this complaining is like I saw Terra Nova. I actually saw it on Hulu. On Hulu, yeah, or, or iTunes, because when they first uh, the, fir- iTunes, the first week it, they released it for free, you know, because right. obviously they want to just get as many people to see it as they could get. So it was for free on iTunes or Hulu. And when you say tr- free sci-fi around trade, that's yeah. like two hours I'm in. to the trash can. Sure, let's let's you know, I wasn't you know there wasn't a lot of buzz around the show, but it's like all right, yeah, let's see what you got. Show it to me, um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and then I just it's just ten minutes in, I was just like ready to just kill people, and and it went on for two hours. So, but um, but then. I was given, and now you have, a, not for me, but uh, <laughs> you have, um, a copy of The Real Terra Nova Pilot, which is significantly different than what was aired. Can you explain the, the nature of having a real pilot and then the pilot that aired? The real pilot is, um, in many cases, and this is true for a lot of TV shows, um, some more radically than others. Heroes was like this, too, yeah. in a lot of cases. The, uh, the real pilot um, is the, the people go to the studio, and they say, hey, so uh, we, we've had this idea for a TV show. And the studio says, that's great. Let's see a script. And then they write a script. And then you give them the script, and they read the script, and they have lots of notes, and they go over that, and they go, okay, great. And if you're really lucky, then they'll go, here's, here's umpteen amounts of millions of dollars. Go make us one episode of that. And that, and that uh, on the TV is what they have shows, and what they call shows, and that's called a pilot. Um, if you've watched Pulp Fiction, you also <laughs> I know that. I didn't get the quote right, but uh, yeah. But anyway, so that's a pilot. Um, and then they delivered this pilot to Fox, um, at which point uh, Fox, you know, or any network says, mm, that may or may not be a television show we would like to make. Um, many shows don't go farther than a pilot. Um, you know, that's, that's awesome when you get to a pilot, and it's really devastating because the only next step after that is to become a television series. But uh, a lot of times, you know, they'll go, no, it's not really not for us. Um, but they sank so much damn money into the yeah, of a pilot. But the well, the thing is, the real pilot is the the real pilot is what was originally written and what was originally delivered to Fox. Did it just leak? Is it on torrents or something? Uh, no, you have to know someone in the industry. Gotcha. Um, because these things do circulate. When a pilot is delivered, everyone gets it. I mean, agents get it, and you know, studio people get it, and it's they're all around. Um, so from a contact, I got uh, I got a copy of the real Terra Nova pilot, which. Um, of the for me of the eighty percent of the things that I hated in the Terra Nova pilot that I saw because what I first saw was what aired eighty percent of the stuff that I really made me grit my teeth and scream was not in the original pilot. Virtually everything except for some okay you didn't really think through your clever plan all those issues are still kind of there there's still the issues that we talked about like well what, you're not really, you really world work? didn't really think this world through right. but then they added a bunch of stuff. That first of all extended the twenty one forty nine segment because the, the here's how the show originally started. It started in the tunnel, marching toward the gateway. Dad comes running in with a backpack. Oh my God! There's your father. He's got a backpack. You don't know jack about that guy. You don't know jack about what he's got in a backpack. You just see security trying to stop him. They go, "No, your dad will be okay." Go on through. They go on through. He comes on through. The, they're in Terra Nova. The security people go, "He's got a gun." They go. They go to open up the backpack with a knife. They go, "Stop!" And they pull out a third child. That's the opening of the original show. The entire setup with the orange and she's in the dust. She's in the shaft and all, none of that is in the actual original pilot. Um, you literally are in 2149 for about eight, eight and a half seconds in the original pilot. Oh, and the orange. The, we the orange, the orange scene. We didn't even talk about the orange <laughs> scene. But, uh, you know, watch it for yourself. It's really sad. And then all of it becomes backstory. It's like we had this third child. It was illegal. You know, I got picked for Terra Nova. He was in prison. Um, I guess maybe someone was like, well, hold on. The rule is show, don't tell. So yeah. we need to go back and show it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. And, and well, the the note was uh, supposedly from the from the studio was well, I don't understand. It needs to be explained more, which is of course you know shorthand for I'm an idiot, and I think the audience is idiots too. Um, so that was all added. One of the other things that was added is, do you remember the scene when they get to Terra Nova? Now the the Terra Nova pilot that aired was actually two episodes stuck together into a into that's, a well, that's typical. Of, that's what, well, my point yeah. is that so there's some stuff that is not in the. The pilot that I have, because the pilot is literally the one-hour pilot. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, that's not in there, but it did get obviously cribbed from the second hour that they added and stuck in when You're they when, about the kids when they went to Syria. The, the kids sneaking out of the camp. That wasn't in the. That the, wasn't original. No. What happens in the real pilot is he gets there. There's the cute girl. He takes a liking to her. She goes, "Hey, you want to go have some fun?" The two of them by themselves go walking off 
they don't steal a Jeep, which is another thing that bugs the crap out of me. It's like, you'd think they'd keep tighter control of their fucking Jeeps at Terra Nova, <laughs> but no, kids go joyriding in them so they can get into trouble with, uh, with dinosaurs. Um, it was just the two of them. They go to the waterfall. They find the, the markings. The markings are discussed differently. The, the markings whole, are obviously going to... That whole scene was, yeah. was written differently and discussed differently. They didn't allude to, uh, to things quite the same way. Actually, my favorite bit of that was, uh, uh, you know, she's, she doesn't want to tell... I guess her dad, Stephen Lang, is her dad about no, it? just uh, no, okay. he's not. Her, dad, she, her parents are dead. Okay, she didn't want to tell, but she didn't want to. She didn't tell the ba- Steve Lang, the base yeah. commander. She didn't want to yeah. report that to him because he's like, we're not even supposed to be out here, yeah. and you know. But he hasn't mentioned it. I think he's, you know, it, this whole area is off limits. I think he's hiding it from everyone. I'm like, that's another conclusion I wouldn't jump to. How about he doesn't want people to get eaten by the yeah. fucking dinosaurs? Yeah. That's, that's why, why there's a fucking limits. wall around the camp. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't even know that shit's there. Don't <laughs> yeah. put that. Did, did, like, why would you jump to? But of course. I'm watching it, and I'm like, her conclusion is correct. I'm sure yeah. that's where According the, show to the storytelling, yeah, because the writers already knew the conclusion, yeah, so they exactly. just had her because jump they to it. Cast that guy from Avatar, yeah, but that's yeah. not the correct conclusion that a normal person should jump. Yeah. To. So anyway, but 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 what actually happens is just the two of them go off. They take a little trip. They they go waterfall swimming. There's no still. There's no we're getting drunk. There's no we're stealing the truck. Um, they find the markings. But one of the other things, one of the other weird little details that is it, the the version you saw. Um, and this is we're talking about not thinking things through. The family goes through the fucking gateway. Mm. The kid has a girlfriend that you know. I'll come back for you or somehow. Clearly, yeah. he you know. Or I'll, I'll get you. Through. I'll get you I'll through, which you. has become a major plot point that no one cares about. But uh, but then the idea is that again, it's like, how does this fucking work? These people are just. You're gonna go to Terra Nova. You're gonna put some stuff in a backpack, and you're going to go there. They literally, the way it works, and this is in both versions, so I can't, can't fault the studio for this one. They get there. Welcome to Terra Nova. We've got dinosaurs. It's the Cretaceous period. It's in a world unlike any you've ever seen. Here's your room. Tomorrow we'll have orientation. Tomorrow we'll have fucking orientation? I got more orientation when I went to Club Med to go scuba diving. <laughs> you know, they, they, they give you orientation on the fucking plane. You're going to a different country. You know, it's like, no, no make sure you have your forms filled out. It's like the idea. The example the, last week was, if you're going to Antarctica, they don't tell you how to survive cold weather when you get there. Yeah, the morning after you've arrived. Yeah. By the way, here's a few safety tips. <laughs> Uh, polar bears bad. Uh, penguins nice. So there are no polar bears in it. Bring a jacket. That's right. That's, <laughs> bring a jacket. Did they not tell you to bring a jacket? So, um, but again, they, that's that's bad enough in the real pilot. Even. Ewing. Well, now that you're here, welcome to Normandy. We're going to give you yes. combat training. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so Ewing's okay. On First of all, today. let's just, the guys up on the hill shooting towards us. Those are the bad ones. Those would be the Germans. Um, them you want to avoid. Well, not really. Uh, it's it's complicated. Let me explain. <laughs> it's counterintuitive. Uh, we're actually, but you want to run towards. We're actually going the to bullets. run toward them, uh, but not because they're our friends. Uh, <laughs> you'll you'll pick it up as we go. Uh, yeah, it's we're almost not exaggerating because that's the same kind of idea. Uh, but here's the thing. One of the other things is then she, the famous doctor. Um, she she goes to work for her first day at the clinic. Is the leech still in there? The leech is not in the real pile. Oh, okay. The leech, one of those things. I'm like, what's the what? leech? I didn't get that. Okay, far. the leech. Uh, the leech is explain, amazing. Explain so, the so, explain the leech. So there's a guy. It's eight so, bad ideas in this big stack. So there, so there's um, there's this guy. They they have like um, they're not used to breathing such oxygen rich air because they've all it, all evidence to the contrary. They've all grown up in this future <laughs> world yeah. uh, where they don't have as as high level of oxygen. They need rebreathers, and even those are kind of failing and blah blah blah. So apparently, humans have evolved to not uh, breathe. Uh, that well and yeah. high, and or, some some biologists have yeah, weighed in on the just, internet about yeah. that. But um, or you know, or or else you're just not used to it or whatever. But um, yeah, the the evolution Chloe thing. was walking is, through. Yeah. she heard that and came back down the stairs just to gawk to be like, yeah. "What the fuck?" Seriously, but, it's science fiction. It means you can make it up. Yeah. High altitude training. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. uh, so there's so much, so there's so much more oxygen. So there's like uh, hypo oxygenated or something is what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> she just screamed, "No, there's not!" From upstairs, there, there, someone said. They, they, once said, someone said, "Oh my god, he's hypoxic." Oh, hypoxic. and someone did calm that, but hypoxic is is lost. Lo- hyperoxic. They actually yeah, say hyperoxic, hyperoxic, which may or may not really be a thing you can have, but, but that's um, what they say. So at least I got the word right. So, so there's this guy who's like, you know, he's freaking out. He's like, "But can you?" Uh, oh, yes. Well, he says it is, but under normal circumstances, your red blood cells. 
that. Don't do yeah. that. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, okay. Wait till we get to the part about how they tell you n- moss grows on the north side of trees. That's another yeah. piece of science they gave you <laughs> in Terra Nova. <laughs> but uh, the uh, have the, you seen MythBusters? The no. Um, so so there's this the guy. The writers of Terra Nova have never heard of MythBusters. So basically, s- skipping right to the punchline, there's this guy who's there. It's her first day of work. Yes. Uh, there's this guy she who's hasn't there. Hasn't even gone through the orientation yeah, for her work yet. Yes. Who's like? Uh, and this is know, the kind of stuff she's gonna do. Go. Can you, uh, can you, you know, they, they said it was, uh, can you help me out? You know, I'm, I'm, and he's acting all weird and stuff like that. And, you know, he, they said it'd only be like half an hour and, and it's surely been that by now and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I don't see an IV. And she goes around the back. She's like, whoa. And he's got this giant leech on his back. And, and, okay. It's literally <laughs> like a small backpack. Yeah. yeah. And then it, attached it, it to covers his back. back. And it then, is like a second spine. And yeah. then she goes, Oh, they must. That must. Suck they must the ex- have blah blah they, blah. That must suck the extra oxygen out of your blood. So, without knowing what it is or what it does <laughs> or how it works is. or what the procedure is, she just reaches forward and rips it off his back. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't consult with anyone who knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Just goes, yeah. "Oh, sure, I'll yank that right." Yeah. Right. Which is back. just how it works in in emergency rooms across exactly the country right. right now. She didn't know. You have if a knife in your eyeball. Barbs oh, on that it. Sucks. Or, or, you know, yeah. Yank. Yeah. That, I'm a doctor. Was, yeah. Was that shit gonna tear off his? tear out his spine unless you you know tickled it along the sides or stuff you don't know now here's the thing that scene not in the actual pilot yeah but they put it in because it was fun because it was gooshy because it was gooshy and made us think we're in a future future crazy life now the scene that they do have instead is she walks in hi it's my first day blah 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 and this woman's got a rash on her leg and uh, and she goes, uh, they go, yeah, she's got a rash and like we don't know what it is. And she says, you know, she does like the instant house diagnosis. She goes, well, clearly she's having an anaphylactic reaction to blah, 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 blah. You know, and you should blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, okay, well, that's not great writing, but it's a little better, better than, than what than they the turned it into. Yeah. Um, so that whole thing is a reshoot. That whole, that whole section is a reshoot. Um, just to make it dumber. <laughs> that's the thing. Good job, Fox. You spend an additional million in reshoot, reshoots to make the show stupider. We've got another 18 minutes. So let's let's address, since we've gone through a lot of very fun nitpicking stuff. And we haven't even got to the dinosaurs. We haven't even got to the dinosaurs. <laughs> sure, we should yeah. talk about but We need to get there too. But the problem with Terra Nova is generally that it's it says it's a smart show and it's the world's dumbest. Is that the problem? It's not the but world's I, dumbest, but it's up there. I mean, my, my major problem with it is how completely unimaginatively and straight it takes all of these If I give you $20 million for a sci-fi issue, show and this is what you make? Yeah. it's Well, the science and the reasoning behind all of it is absolutely dumb as shit. The thing that infuriated me more than anything else watching it was just how straight they took every, tro- every trodden yeah. trope in yeah. television and just did the exact same thing you've seen a million years. Like, like what? The, the, the Dawson's Creek kid uh, running, you know, starting to run with the... the the cute manic pixie dream girl that's <laughs> into him inexplicably for some reason, and then they go and run off, and like they they run off stealing a jeep for some fucking reason, yeah. and it's like well, they don't do anything interesting with it. And the 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 thing that pissed me off character wise the most was that the they're trying to set up this whole thing that the rest of the family and the the son in particular is pissed at the dad for leaving. When the reason the dad left was because he went to fucking prison. Because <laughs> yeah. he, re- well, he went to fucking prison to for save the, his little to sister. To save his little sister that he loves. Yes, yes, that he clearly loves. He doesn't yeah. resent his little sister. Right. Yeah. He doesn't hate his little sister. And this is, and that's the best they can do to, to, to try better, and create any kind of relationship more, drama, family yeah. drama between these As opposed characters. to, the more interesting just, one would be the opposite of that. Yeah. He resents the little girl. Yeah. You're ruining yeah. my life. I got to go to the fucking prehistoric boot camp. Because you guys couldn't keep it out of your pants. I mean, Jesus Christ, Mom you, and Dad. You, broke, you condemned us to this. You condemned me to death and broke me up with the girl yeah. I love because you you couldn't be responsible. But no, he's like, put on the backpack, la da through the wormhole. You know, let's let's have an adventure. And then later he remembers to be sullen about it for, for reasons of plot. Yeah, um, and, and up until that moment, he was like, is Dad going to make it? Where's Dad? Yeah. Oh, he gonna- Certainly I care about him, yeah. but later, later in, a, in a scene that we actually shot six months ago because it was the real pilot, I'm going to hate him again. Um, now the thing is that the original pilot and it's really it's really night and day um, is just clearly so much darker much more streamlined much more straightforward um, still has some of these errors in logic but one of the other things and this bugs the crap out of me and, I, and we will get we do need to get to the dinosaurs but it kind of relates um, is one of the things they added was when the the wife uh, breaks the husband out of prison or at least helps him get set up for a break out of prison because we never actually see him break out of prison um, but she gives him a little lipstick 
pencil thing that fires that a laser a, that yeah. melts steel or metal, apparently, thus implying that he's going to just you know laser sword. He's going to he's going to lightsaber his way all the way out of prison. Okay, fair enough. Um, but then I'm the one who says, okay. I wonder why they didn't show that process. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that would have been then. But like again, let's extrapolate. Why don't we have that now? I'll tell you why. Um, because we can't put that much power into a package that small. Apparently, they have that now where you can... It's like a laser pointer that melts metal. I mean, it's like it's that much amped up. So it's like, okay, well, that's great. They've got that. Later in the episode, in the two-part, two-hour opening episode, um, not in the real pilot, the hour pilot, but later, they have the vehicles, and the kids go out in the vehicle, which is like a giant Humvee with with aluminum siding pasted all over it. Um, And then they go, oh, no, the Sixers, which are in no way like the others from Lost, um, have stolen our power cell. Now, and I do the air quotes for that, our power cell. I think they could hear the power quotes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And now here's the thing. Okay, Terra Nova, you thought just enough to go, well, I wonder if they're going to drive around in these Humvees with, with, with aluminum siding on it. How are they powering them? They can't be powering them on fossil fuels because the fossils are still running around. So that's not good. So they say, they say that it was, oh, no, the Sixers stole our power cell, which then they proceed to get back, and it's about you know the size of a thing. Now, here's the thing. Again, okay, it's the future. They have technology where this much power... You know, they can drive a Humvee through the jungle for hours and hours. It fits into this big thing. That's great. That's a scientific advancement. <clears throat> it's more than we have now because a person can't carry the equivalent power source of an actual Humvee. You can't carry 30 gallons of gas by yourself. You can't carry the batteries that run a Prius by yourself. So they have this technology where this much power is now in this much of a thing. And they have power cells, which apparently are renewable and don't require fossil fuels at all because clearly Terra Nova doesn't have any. Hey, why is the world so polluted? anyone anyone I'm waiting for an answer jump in anytime they are working on things they're starting to make progress right now in 2011 (laughs) on things that will be able to take carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere (laughs) basically giant CO2 scrubbers today can I back up one more we actually Air pollution has been going down for the past 30 years, ever since we went all crazy nuts with the clean air program. They show us this big yellow sky. You can't even see the sky. That's actually on the receipt. That's on the wane. It has been on, for 30, on the wane for 30 years. The argument right now well, is... But we don't need regulation. The, the, the argument right now is about global warming, which is about greenhouse gases, which we weren't, we weren't concerned about 30 years ago, so we haven't been working on reducing those. Well, Jimmy Carter was. But nobody else. He was, was but, but no one, you know, it wasn't a big thing. So, in fact, there's a, a very credible theory that we've actually increased global warming by making the air cleaner because at least all that dust used to reflect more sunlight. <laughs> so we're actually increasing. This is actually true. We've actually, we, by not reducing greenhouse gases, but by reducing particulate, we've actually accelerated global warming because <laughs> we're not reflecting as much heat as we used to. Can uh, I just say as a sidebar? What's that thing you saying? The law of unintended consequences. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is exactly why... Like one of the reasons I that that I still have qualms about like genetic engineering and stuff because I'm like we can do it and we can we can create yeah. something that will feed more people and stuff like that and and great but there's a certain point where we're gonna fuck something up yeah. we're gonna do something that seems like a good idea at the time and no one could say it didn't and then we're gonna, thirty years later we'll be like wow we fucked that it up all the time it's everybody also, has giant boils on their eyelids it's also it's also you know happens a positive effect the freakonomics you know abortion like wow we really didn't intend to reduce crime but look what happened but anyway but uh so the idea is like again terra nova is written by a group full of people who it's like they didn't even think to open a web browser and go i wonder what actually is happening in the world we live in you know it's like particulate pollution is on the decline and has been for decades it's like it's like Uh, it's like what you were saying before where science fiction is well one thing of science fiction is taking from the uh, standpoints of today and then extrapolating the logical consequences they didn't even bother to do that well what they're doing is they're they're doing really terrible science fiction in the sense yeah. that they're taking the starting point of 1970 <laughs> yes. and using that as the They're, they're taking the exactly. thing that they heard at some point in their childhood. They're it's like, literally. that's still bad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's still bad, yeah. I have a question before I sound really retarded on the internet. Okay, okay. Well, well, give her a microphone. She should, and she she should can, lean into a microphone. She can ask it. Stop it. Okay, um, so I know dick about Terra Nova. That's okay. The people who write it know dick about Terra Nova. <laughs> okay, uh, does it take place on like prehistoric Earth? Is that... That's the, the that's what they okay, seem so to be saying. Yes. Okay, so the atmospheric yes. pressure is the same. Theoretically, yes. yes. All right, I'm still right. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> 
Because if the atmospheric, if it was a different planet and the atmospheric pressure was higher and there was a higher oxygen content. Oh, about yeah. that. She's still yeah. on. Yeah, the yeah, oxygen. Yeah. I went upstairs and think, thought about hyperoxia and then I was like, wait. I think a paleontologist said actually oxygen content would have been much yeah, lower. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. It was yeah. like a methane. Yeah. It was, yeah, like, there's more methane, more methane. carbon yeah. dioxide, right? Exactly. Yeah, so. So again, it's like, but but air was right. cleaner before 87 million years ago, right? Right, right? Um no, I'm, I'm speaking. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm speaking as if we're the Terra Nova writers' yeah. room, which means we have never taken a science class. Yeah, if you have it's, the same hemoglobin, then it's going to absorb it's, as yeah. much. It's, here's, here's another. It's favorite. funny because that's actually that's actually a, a, a weird argument that I've heard from the creationists as well, mm. but because the people who believe in the six thousand year Earth and Noah's flood and stuff like that, people are like, where did the dinosaurs go then? And they were saying <laughs> where, one of their things, not all. Creationists necessarily believe this, but um, one of the, the one of the like best answers they've come up with is after the the, the flood, the, the flood, yeah, killed all of the plant life. So the oxygen level in the atmosphere was so much lower that the dinosaurs basically suffocated because they're these big animals oh. that needed more they oxygen. Need more nice oxygen. try. Yeah. That's, a, that's like if you give a chimp, you know, three blocks, he might make a stack that says <laughs> ABC, but it doesn't necessarily mean he can spell. It was a nice try. Although, although my favorite thing, someone someone went further to try and claim that dragons were real. Yeah. Oh. Where the yeah. dragon, where the dragon legends came from, was because of that, right? You've got that much, and because of that, and and you know, humans were around at the same time as these dinosaurs, and the dinosaurs were breathing in and out so hard that their nostrils caught fire. Oh, there you go. And he, I, I, like, I literally, all right, all right, all right. I okay. was literally like, no, do you think? Because this is the thing. It, it gives me some comfort to think that there are creationists out there. Who get together in their meetings and they look around and go, "Oh fuck, Derek's here! Oh god, yeah. not that, <laughs> not that crazy lunatic! It's Jesus, not the dragon guy! Okay, okay, damn okay. it, Derek, you're making us all look bad. This is the first. I'm the, I'm gonna play my moderator card for the first time this year. Uh, let's. We have uh, we have nine minutes before we're at an hour. Let's talk about dinosaurs since yeah. we're on the subject. Sure. Been talking about dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's the problem with the dinosaurs in Terra Nova? Uh, the problem with dinosaurs, I touched on this in the last thing, and I actually have to clean up something. I did this in the forum, um, is because I said the Terra Nova was a bad concept in the same episode of the intermission in which I said there's no such thing as a bad concept, <laughs> um, and I want to clean that up because it's like Terra Nova. People go back in time and live with dinosaurs. It's like Jurassic Park every week isn't as good a concept as you might think it is if you're a studio executive. Um, even even now, like even having yeah. seen Terranova, it's funny because, or just the first episode, I'm like, if you pitch that to me, it's awesome in my head. Yeah. But now that I'm watching the pilot and trying to think yeah. of what I would do to put them Wait, in conflict of, of with the what else you would do, how it would be different every week. What would Wait, you yeah. do every I have a question. week? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that I was going to say, why, why is that not as good of an idea as it sounds well, like? Well, my analogy is, okay, let's, let's just, you know, let's make it not science fiction, so you have to think of it as if it was a real drama and not bullshit. Um, it's about a family that goes to live on the Serengeti. And what happens every week? Every week they get chased by lions. Every week? Don't they get better at dealing with lions at some point? <laughs> no, every week. At some lions. point in their life, doesn't lions not become a thing anymore? <laughs> Don't they? Really? Every and that's week. The, thing. the lions in, in Terra Nova, the lions, as of like basically midway through the pilot practically, the lions are no longer a thing. Yeah, and as right. far as I've, I've heard from the other episodes, the lions the are lions, no longer a they thing. They have to the, make, they, they do the most inane excuses to get a dinosaur on screen. Like, I'm going to run way far over here by myself. Ah, a dinosaur, who knew? <laughs> um, now, it's weird because the, the previews for this week's episode coming up uh, this week um, is, and I said this in the forum, I mentioned this, is, is well, you, first of all, when they get there, again, another missed opportunity. I don't know what the thinking was. Maybe it was in part of the bigger picture. But they get to Terra Nova. Terra Nova's been in existence in the past, in the timeline. For like 10 years. Seven years. Seven years. Seven years. And so, they even make a thing where... People coming through one after which, the other, which then they don't pay off. Yeah, he yeah. said That's, he said the, the time scale is different from, on yeah. one side. Stephen Lang's side. character yeah. talks Steve about he went through, but the next guy who was right behind him came through three months later. Yeah, yeah. but then they're, they're, they don't pay that off equivalently. With wouldn't have been kind of interesting. Is I mean, another fun way to kind of get some exposition kind of out of the way is dad is only eight seconds behind the family, but when he comes through, they've been waiting for two months to know, wonder if he made it yeah. or not. Or they've know? been waiting and, for two years. And now you know? they're the ones who know yeah. what's up, and they can give him the orientation as a family as opposed to, you know, and you yeah. can get the expos out, you know, but no, not, none of and that. Then, and then the son can be like, we've been living yeah, without th you this all this This place fucking time. sucks, Dad. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's like, Jesus, this, we've been sold a bill of goods. Anyway, um, but the, the question was the dinosaurs. Um, I said... Unless they have some compelling reason, which they have not shown yet, why couldn't it be earlier in Terra Nova's lifestyle before the fence was done? 
So, you know, it's like, oh, fucking dinosaurs coming. You know, it's like, there they come. You know, it's like we're, they've already got sonic cannons and fences. So you have to be an idiot to run into a dinosaur. So it's the, it's the idiot plot. It's every week for six episodes has been the idiot plot. You go outside and act like an idiot and maybe a dinosaur will chase you and we can have an episode. Um, I'd we'll be, be good in, on that show. We'll be in here waving our hands and talking science words. Um, and <laughs> Brian would be good on that show. Yay. As, as someone, quantum, quantum. As quantum, quantum, frunium. As, as someone said, now here's the thing. Now we have to put some of the blame, and again, Fox. Fox said in a recent uh, interview, um, Fox speaking in the, in the global sense, apparently, weirdly enough, Fox, I just imagine a giant yeah. transformer in the shape of the fox lot. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, Fox. Their their whole goal with uh, Terra Nova was they wanted it to be like a new, like a. Fa- they want to be a family show. Eight o'clock Monday night. They want it to be like quote Little House on the Prairie. I was like, so you picked a show about time travel and dinosaurs to be your new Little House? Why don't you just fucking make Little House on the Prairie if that's what you wanted, you goofball? Little kids like dinosaurs, Trey. That's and see again, it's all. Makes perfect sense if you don't think but, about any of yeah. it. But and Little House on the Prairie didn't have like giant walls and sonic cannons. It's like <laughs> yeah. Little House on the Prairie yeah. is the people just scraping by. Exactly. So you you story. end up with a show that doesn't have enough dinosaurs for the dinosaur fetishists. Doesn't have any science fiction for people who wanted science fiction. Has way too many gory, gruesome dinosaur deaths for the supposed family market they're trying to reach. Um, and yet they keep trying to put all these things into one show. Or as someone most eloquently said uh, on Twitter. Uh, said, uh, yeah, Terra Nova, a show about people who go back in time for dinosaurs, which is why I just watched 15 minutes of a kid buying a guitar. <laughs> because that was a major plot of one of the early episodes, was a kid trying to buy a guitar at the uh, farmer's market that to they had. To be fair, if they had set it up... It was a good guitar, to be fair, yeah. To be, fa- to be fair, if I gave a shit about that character, I would give a shit about yes. whether or not he got that guitar. But they com- so completely <laughs> failed in every moment leading up to that. Like, I get, that's another thing. Like on paper, that's a scene that works. Like he 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 loves just playing music, and it's just a this basic thing that he just yeah. hasn't had. It's to character development. Here. It's it's a it's a character thing. If this guy was at any other point in the show, a character that I gave yeah. one iota of a fuck about. Yeah, maybe. Now but it no. just breaks down into a lot of little iotas. Well, yeah, an iota. There's a there's two. If shakes. you put a lot of iotas together, you get a fuck. Two it's like a mole. An iota, a fuck is an iota, a mole of iotas. Okay. That's the new James Bond movie, a quantum that's, that's of fuck. Otherwise known as Avogadro's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now, see, that's science humor, people. That's science comedy. Only cool people who know what Terra Nova should have been would get that joke. Avogadro's fuck, we call it that. Don't cheapen it by repeating the joke. Um, but the, the Jesus. The trailer, the trailer, the commercial for next week's episode is about how there's a meteor strike. Hey, okay, um, oh and it destroys the wall, and they get overrun by dinosaurs. It's like shit. What would, what were those other six episodes even for? Yeah, you finally came to an episode that makes. Yeah. Some sense of your actual premise. I was, I was having the conversation when when I was yeah. talking to someone about uh, Jake Jake Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about it, and uh, he he brought up the first problem, which didn't something kill the dinosaurs? I was yeah. like, yeah, but I'm pretty sure they've got millions of years before they have to deal with that. Until the show starts to drag, in which case suddenly that meteor <laughs> yeah. will be coming, yeah, and that will be the thing that they someone have on to Twitter do. also I could not believe it. Someone on Twitter on the pilot says, "I give them six episodes before they adopt a cuddly dinosaur pet." Nailed it last yeah. week. That fucking happened. Yeah. And then person on Twitter says, I can't believe I fucking nailed that. <laughs> Jesus. I we mean, talked last week about what happens on episode six. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's dinosaur about, Maybe it's really about family. To be, maybe it's about wiping the slate clean. You know what's killing us is fucking wall. Get yeah. rid of the fucking wall. To be to be honest, though, just, just looking at Terranova and trying to think of shit to do with it, I'd be like, they're going to have to have friendly dinosaurs. They got to have friendly dinosaurs. You're going to have to do something. I just... just just have a reason just to talk hurry, to those Hurry up dinosaurs. and get to it and put the lasers on the dinosaurs and the armor plating. Yeah. Just get there. Ooh, freaking laser beams. Um, fucking dino riders, man. They should have made That's a live-action dino rider That's show. Yeah, there you go. Hard here's, here's, here's the heartbreaking <laughs> thing. People like to ironically go, yeah, so I guess it's just like, uh, you know, like a better version of Land of the Lost. Guess what? Land of the Lost was better. And you yeah. know why? Land of the Lost was written by actual science fiction authors. David Gerald wrote for Land of the Lost. DC Fontana wrote for like, People who wrote for original Star Trek wrote Land oh, of the yeah. Lost. Harlan, Harlan fucking Ellison was, you know, involved in Land of the Lost. And Land of the Lost, it was a silly premise because they're like, we 
we fell in a hole and now we're in the past. But then, yeah, because they should have had a super collider make the hole. Right, and exactly. Then, <laughs> but then, makes more sense. but then somehow, and then yeah. what, somehow, yeah. all you Some, need is just say somehow. And that's it's the over. funny thing. I'm that's actually, I'm actually reading a Princess of Mars right now, and literally, yeah. John Carter, somehow. John Carter goes, "Hey, look, Mars," and then he's there. That's like <laughs> that's the extent of it. He sees Mars in the sky. He's like, "Wow, that's Mars," and then he's there on Mars, and he's just like. I'm on Mars, and nice. the rest of the story just plays out that Why way. Why didn't there's I no, think of that? There's no fucking super colliders or anything. He yeah. just decides he's on Mars. Magic beans, <laughs> yeah. magic bean, yeah. man. Yeah. However, whatever. Magic bean is your blank check. So, with uh, 40 seconds left on the clock, is there any way you could save Terra Nova, or is it just nope? Just let it die. At this point, well, the the destroying the wall might do. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think literally what they should have done. They should have built Terranova up as a big thing and then had that totally be negated in the first actual episode. Like, all of that's off the grid and everything is right. up for grabs. Yeah, take, they, take every creature comfort that they have, take that away, and make their lives Put a gun on the mantle shitty. and then break the mantle. They've, now, they've, now build a society, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. they've heard about Terranova. They've, they've heard all these great things and blah, blah, blah. And then they go back and it's like, oh, no, Terranova was actually destroyed about a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Crazy. This has been a special one-hour-long Maltu episode of The Intermission. Aww. Uh, we got to bring that guy back. He was right. Uh, and until next week, uh, you can always find us here Wednesdays uh, in slash animation. My name is T. Christie. Brian Finneter. Mike Scott. Chase Dukes. And this has been one hour of the intermission. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Good night. Good night. <laughs>